0: Okay, if you made it um, through the first intro podcast, then thank you very much uh, for listening to the second one. And our uh, first one about mountaineering. Again, um, I'm going to give you a quick overview of uh, how you should. Actually, I'm going to talk more about how you should not get started in mountaineering, um, based on my own my own experiences. And hopefully at the end, as I plan on doing in every single episode, I'm gonna just lay out sort of the key takeaways. Um, but um, so that's the plan. I'm gonna start with mountaineering again because this is very fresh. This is something I have never done until like nine months ago or so, and I've been training very intensively in the in the last eight months i uh, have my, ex- my three-day expedition to Mount Baker's coming up in about 10 days from now. So again, super fresh, uh, a lot of lessons learned in this last uh, nine months coming from zero knowledge and zero background. So here's how you could get started or you should not get started. Okay? Um, first, uh, a little disclaimer uh actually two disclaimers one is i'm a very susceptible person to advertising so i'm the kind of guy that watches uh tv commercial for ice cream and has to go to the convenience store to buy some and uh second disclaimer is that my family my last name dalimmiol or dalmio or dalemule in italian means the one who came from the mule and literally right, the one from the mule or off the mule, because it's from a very, very little 60 people village up in the Dolomite region, in the Italian Alps, and um, not very uh, fancy, to be honest, right, but, uh, but about 200 years ago, even down to, you know, nearly 100 years ago, They were the people who were um, taking care of the mules and carrying stuff up and down and helping people, you know, across the Dolomites, right, up in the mountain. So maybe there is some genetic, um, I wouldn't say predisposition, but interest on my part to start doing mountaineering. But again, I had no previous knowledge or experience doing it up until a few months ago. Here's what I did. Okay. Um, I, I don't know what started, I don't remember. I think it was probably one of these uh, movies about Everest on Netflix or the like that got my interest, something I've never done, and I enjoyed that. So I put that on my bucket list and I started to do some research. Again, I live in Connecticut, so a, a very close mountain here is Mount Washington. Uh, and I thought about doing that as a first step. And that's part of my takeaways towards the end is uh, do not start in a mountain like that if it is your first mountain like I did. But I did my research as always. And for about a month and a half uh, of research, I found uh, one of the best, if not the best uh, guides up there. I'm not going to say their names, uh, but they're uh, very well known. They know that mountain very well. There, uh, the owner of the guiding service is very, a very famous guy. Uh, you know, kind of a celebrity, uh, I could say. And um, so I said, it, and he had good recommendations from other people that I talked to. So I went with them, uh, and uh, I planned my my trip. So again, no previous experience. I was in relatively, relatively speaking, good shape. fitness-wide, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna give it a shot, right? How bad is it? It's about a, you know, according to them, an eight hour, eight to nine hour up and down the mountain, the summit, depending on the conditions, right? And I did it in the winter, which is especially um, uh, for Mount Washington, extra difficult. Okay, Um, I'll, I'll give it a try. Long story short, I could not make the summit. I actually made it all the way up to uh, something called um, uh, Lion's Head, which is about a 1,000 feet or so below the summit. Winds are super strong. And honestly, even if the winds were not strong physically and maybe mentally, I think I will never have uh, reached the summit, right? Period. So I came down. Uh, My guide was very good. And that's another lessons learned. Um, Too good. I've been thinking about this, and I think depending on kind of the adventure or whatever you're trying to do, it could be an action sport. Uh, it, it really, it's a combination of your skill sets and um, and your guides and your training and equipment. So if I think about mountaineering, for instance, compare it to, um, to scuba diving, right? Mountaineering is m- very much about your fitness, your mental fitness and your, your body's fitness, both of them. Not so much about equipment, right? And it's a lot about who your your team is, your guide, um, who are you, you climbing with. Now, if you switch it to scuba diving, which I'm way more familiar, it's a little bit different, right? It's not so much, of course, your body is important, but it's very much about your training, your ability to use the equipment, the equipment itself, right? And where you're diving, the conditions of the dive. So again, you know, depending on the ice, the ice peak that I'm going to use to climb Mount Washington is not as important as, um, um, you know, my level of fitness to be able to do it. So again, it's a different combination, depending on the the adventure, right? Depending on what you're trying to do is this combination of, You know, fitness, team, support, your plan, the skills. Do you need practice, right? If you start, if you're on skateboarding, you're not going to start overnight, right? You're going to have to practice, practice, practice. Um, You know, mountaineering is pretty much walking uphill. So you don't have to practice a lot, but it is a very specific um, uh, level of fitness that you need to develop over time. So again, that's sort of the second layer. And then about the guiding service I selected this guy who is extraordinary. I mean the guy is 61 um bear in mind that I'm 49 and he kicked my ass. He was just it was a breeze for him. Um, well then I came to find out afterwards that he had climbed the seven summits in you know the, the highest peaks in all seven continents. And he does this for a living, of course. And he can climb Mount Washington you know, several times a week. So again, that big difference, that big gap is also important. I think I learned that if it's something that I'm super new and I have no experience, I don't think that it's very beneficial to have a super guide or somebody with a super experience, right? I think it's better if I have somebody that is not that, extraordinary however uh, let's let's again if I if I switch to diving when I was diving at the blue hole I wanted the best diver with me guide di- diver with me why because I'm already at another level I, I wasn't start you know it was, wasn't my first dive so I think it depends on how you can benefit from the skill sets of your guide uh, whether or not you are very good at or, or good certain activities. So that was how I started. So did not summit, came down, exhausted. Um, and I will talk more about in the fitness part. But when I got back to the car, I wanted to throw up, right? And and later on, I figured out that was not because I didn't eat anything or I ate something. It was just because my core wasn't, you know, strong enough. Um, so I said, okay, look, I'm going to try to do this again. It was not a fun experience, but it was not that bad. I'll give it another shot. So I trained. So I get some, po- there are some podcasts, by the way, about fitness uh, for mountaineering. Um, so I listened to them, you know, research on the internet. I said, okay, my fitness level needs to be better, uh, especially my, my, my cardio. So I did that for about a month and a half. Um, clearly not enough, by the way. And I tried again. Also still in the winter, Mount Washington, same guide, uh, same pretty much everything. And this time I actually was able to reach the summit. However, it was a combination of bad planning, knowing when to turn around, knowing my own limits. Um, so we, we made it, right? Um, and I was happy. But coming down was very, very difficult, right? We exhausted, I exhausted all my reserves. Um, again, later on, the, the fitness part, I'll describe. Now I know exactly what happened, right? And how I was just burning carbs and, and, uh, and I ran out of carbs to burn. It was a total of 12-hour, you know, up and down the summit. We left the mountain at ten fifteen p.m., which was quite dangerous because, again, no rescue. Uh, just pretty much the two of us in the whole mountain at night, right? So it, it was not fun, on the contrary, right? I was, there were a couple moments there that I said, you know what? I think I'm screwed. Um, so what did I do? Again, I'm, I'm kind of stubborn. And I said, okay, if I want to do this again, I need a plan, right? Clearly, um, the combination of having this super... Um, alien, as I called him, of a guide and my lack of fitness specifically for mountaineering and my lack of sort of skills to some extent, although again, it is pretty much about walking uphill, um, except for some, for some climbing specific uh, parts of, the, of, that, uh, of that mountain. I needed to take this at a whole new level. Right. So at that point I said okay what did I learn right from this one is again this combination of having a guide that matches your skills um, you know as I was looking I'm still looking to climb the you know one of the mountains in the Himalayas next year I've been thinking about should I even select somebody like um, Nims, die the guy from uh, 14 picks on Netflix if you haven't watched it, I strongly recommend uh, or should I get a a western, right? Because uh, the reality is he's from Nepal and he has more red blood cells than I do and and they can they can run, you know, up Everest while, you know, I can't, right? Even if I stay there for like a few years. So selecting the guide super important when you're starting something. I mean, I'd recommend that it not be the the best uh, of the best, like the Red Bull athlete, as a guide, unless you have experience in whatever activity you're doing. Second thing is um, there is this combination of depending on what you're doing, right? What is more important? It is training, it is practice, or it is just you know, is fitness? Is it is it the equipment? Um, is it the right plan? Um, and it all varies. So for mountaineering, again, as we'll be talking about mountaineering for the next episodes, uh, it is more uh, more important to have the right fitness for mountaineering. It is um, the mental um, uh, preparedness, nah, fitness, whatever. Sorry, I'm Brazilian, guys. You got to put up my accent. Um, uh, to, to mental strength to be able to actually do these activities for hours is also super important. Picking the right guide is super important. And less so is the equipment, right? Equipment is important, but it's not gonna make or break it. Those are sort of the three things, um, and I'm gonna cover them in the in the upcoming episodes. We'll talk about equipment. We'll talk about plans, you know, and development uh, and skills—some specific skills. But again, um, those are the less important things compared to who your guide is. You know, uh, um, and your fitness level. So, again, um, that was sort of how I started. Uh, I've been practicing and training a lot since that happened. And that was about six months ago. I have, as I mentioned, a, a Mount Baker expedition coming up in 10 days. And you know, where I'm going to put everything, all this training to practice. Um, and one last uh, piece, right, of uh, of advice. If you're starting something, is you need to be super consistent. Right? I'm very stubborn. I, you know, and, and you have to train. And if training is, uh, you know, what it takes, you gotta put the time, right? You gotta put the effort, uh, and you can find time. Trust me. I mean, as I said, the whole idea of this podcast is to for normal people who have like who have day jobs to be able to do something like that. So if if it takes having a small uh, treadmill like I do in my office and taking some of the Zoom calls while walking, although it's very annoying for whoever is on the other side of the call, um, you know that's what I'm going to do. So again, it's very specific to each one of the adventures or action sports, but uh, we'll talk more about mountaineering fitness in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed. Thanks, bye.